Yo, what up? The Rage Out 104.5 The Zone. Friday edition, Brent Doherty and this guy, Ron Slade. Hey, I'm in the building. Best believe I'm in the building. Better be ready. I'm in the building. We got the rules. Time for the show. Best believe I'm in the building. Let's go, people. You got a far play coming up today? You know what? I think so. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess with that. I played this. I wouldn't no. mess with that Titan line, man. No, I'm, 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 I'm busting that line wide open. Oh, you are. Yeah, ten points ain't enough. For yeah, you. No, Ken McMillan, what you want to do? I'm waiting on Ken to text me. Ken McMillan, Nashville Intelliturf. You hit me up, and we're gonna do a parcel. Let me know, cause I got one in my mind. I probably do it anyway. <laughs> but I got one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You better do it before you leave the state. Oh yeah. Tomorrow morning. Oh, it's already booked. I got one booked already. Oh, you're just going to let good people know. There you go. Let them in the car. There you go. Yeah, don't do that. He's holding water. My, yeah, don't do it while I got my water in. <laughs> How do you know it is not vodka? <laughs> they look the same. <laughs> that would be a good We went question. to a show at Zany's one time, and uh, I asked the guy that. He was like, turning it out of a water bottle. I was like, we were sitting down front. I said, what? Why are you drinking water? He goes, how do you know it is not vodka? <laughs> Smart man. Um, yeah, so Derrick Henry, to play or not to play? That is the question. That's the great question. My guess is he does not play on Sunday. Here's the other thing. Don't freak out when he doesn't. Yeah, no, That no, doesn't no, no. mean that he's not ready, necessarily. Mm. Mm. I think if the run game was struggling, then maybe you would consider it then, but this run game isn't struggling. Well, right the now. other thing is, like, everybody wants the number one seed and you want to buy and all that stuff. But technically speaking, they are in the playoffs. So, yeah. I mean, you, can, you can't win it if you, <laughs> like the lottery, you can't win if you don't play. Got to play. You can't win the, the Super Bowl if you're not in the tournament. Mm. And they're in the tournament. Six one five seven three seven one zero four five at three HL one zero four five. I can't wait to see Zach Cunningham run around ripping people's heads apart. Wee! It's gonna be like somebody in the, in, the, in the stands with a remote control and just controlling them, kind of like the Hunk Titans. No, no, a little baby Hunk Titans. No, no. kind of like a video game. Somebody's gonna be in the stands controlling. Them. I hope to have two weeks of practice before we get into playoff mode. There you go. But, I like it, Hunk. Yeah, you need to do some more off off off. Camera work, man. You gotta get another coordinator. Hit the practice field a little bit. But basically, I just I need patience. What? And I don't have patience. Guns and roses. I just I just don't have patience. (laughs) I see a hole and I want to go through it. Axel Rose. Um. So, (laughs) what what ended up being your final record? Dang it! It was it was eight and nine. I was, I was 500 going into that game on, on Wednesday night. Man, so the real Titans are just dragging your poor ass into oh, the playoffs. They are, they are you wouldn't lying. be in the playoffs. Yeah, no, I wouldn't even be anywhere close. <laughs> I would not be anywhere close. I. Do you know what's so sad about it is when I play and lose, it hurts my heart. Yeah. Like, I, I feel it all the way through the next day because I feel like I let the city down. I do. I feel like everybody that has watched because we had like four thousand people that watched this thing Wednesday night. Yeah, and I and ninety nine percent of them were Titans fans. The little baby hunk Titans have gone nationwide, and, and I just I let them <laughs> like down, man. I let them down. Hey, you there's another down, there's another nineties rapper you need to investigate. Yeah, you, too yeah, short, baby. Don't choice. even play. I'll be on it. 
So, I have a whole uh, new list for you guys on Monday. Dogs in the house. Dog in Bruce Feldman with this. Source, Vandy and offense coordinator slash wide receivers coach David Ray are mutually parting ways. Who? Vandy OC. Mm. Where are you going? Ray came to Vanderbilt after spending seven years coaching in the NFL with the Cardinals and the Packers. I don't know. Going back to the NFL, man. I don't know. That's going to be tough, man, leaving leaving um, leaving that high-powered offense behind. I know I would hate to. I mean, that's that's another sword you just threw yeah, over I, there to West End. That was purpose, right? That was purpose. Bro, their fans, I that mean, was their for, students can't even come to the game. That now. was for the students. That's why. I did that for the students. Vandy, Vandy students, you're welcome. They deserve a better offense. You deserve to be in that state, in that arena, too, in Memorial Gymnasium. With no air conditioning. Zero air. Wait, they seriously don't have air conditioning? It's a hot box, boy. You hear me? Hey, man, you talking about talking some about good summer work? Man, hey, woo. Boy, you come up out of that thing in the summer, you lose it. I guarantee. I'm telling guarantee you, 20 pounds. Like that place. I mean, they say Memorial Magic, and people are like, what? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Fool back in the it's, day. Yeah, it's magic. Like, I understand Syracuse not having air conditioning in their dome because, I mean, it's New York, but. Here, man, when Barry Goheen was boy, in there popping threes, and Scott Droud was that's catch and shoot, and that's Frank Cornett—that's a bad gym, right there. Whose man. wife now works at Channel Four, <laughs> and not a bad gym is like, oh, stay away. No, that's a bad boy gym. That's that's. Oof. Wasn't it cool to play on it with the floor I raised? Loved it, like you're on a stage. I had a partner ask me the other day, man. Like we were watching the game, like, man, why you like? I was watching the girls' game actually. Shout out to the shout out to Shay Ralph. She's got a big victory um, last uh, night. Yeah, I, I'm going to pull up a quote she had, which is awesome. And she's um, but a go ahead. Competitor. But, um, yeah, so she, she um, Jordan Cambridge, salute. She, um, they were asking, no, they were asking me about that court, and I was like, man, dude, you don't understand, man. Like, especially growing up here, man, that was it right there. To get on that stage, yeah. Was it tough when the coaches had to stay on the baseline? No, it was. I think it was tough for the coach. It was perfect for the players. Cause I couldn't, I, I can't, coach, I couldn't even hear you. I don't know what you were saying, right? I thought you said shoot it. <laughs> My bad. I thought so you said triple covered. Yeah, I, I thought I said you said shoot. shoot the contested three. Yeah, if I'm triple covered, that means we got more guys down on the rebound. We, we outnumbered them. That was smart, wasn't it, coach? <laughs> My bad. Did the coach ever talk to you about uh, shooting threes because you were such a good rebounder? Like, <laughs> and you're you're not down low to rebound. Ed Conroy, I'll never forget, who's over there at Vanderbilt now, was our assistant coach, Papa Conroy. Coach I Conroy heard, told I me. I hear so many good things about that guy. That's my man, man. I've and never had like, a chance to meet him. Like, oh, you going to meet him. Don't worry. He used to tell me every time, dude, I can defend you. if you if you When you catch, go heel toe. He sat there and made me watch hours of Ray Allen. Instead of watching film, I'm watching Ray Allen shoot. And it was just all about footwork. He was like, I don't care where you shoot. You can shoot from the volleyball line. As long as you catch... And, she, and you know I took him up on that. Like I was, <laughs> Tennessee used to be spelled out on the court. Yeah. Before they changed it to the state, and then they went back. I was Pat pulling Summit. from the second yeah. E. In the last, the second to last E, <laughs> and the E going the other way. Like every t- whatever what? the E, I'm pull, all I'm I had to do was go heel toe. And he said, if you go heel toe with your plant foot, let it fly. Woo! I was making. Well, I was letting. Coach Conroy should have never told me that. It was on. That's my man. Jay Ralph said this after after the win uh, yesterday. She said, "Culture eats strategy for lunch." Mm. How great is that? Mm. 
which leads us into a mm. clip of audio from Dean Pease that you're going to want to hear. Yeah. I don't care what you do for a living. Yeah. You're going to want to hear Dean Pease. He was, he was asked about coaching today, and he went on um, – he went about two minutes on yep. what the true path should be. Don't get tempted by the quick jump. Mm-hmm. And I think that's true in, in a lot of cases. Uh, but we'll play that for you when we come back. 615-737-1045. Always. Speaking of uh, women's basketball, what about the Lady Vols? The, are you telling me the Lady Vols are back to beating ranked teams by 30? Mm. This is where we are? Hey, man. I know. I know one thing. Um, a friend of mine is friends with um, one of the Stanford coaches, and her exact words were, man, you should have heard them fans in there. And his response was, they always been right there. They just ain't had nothing to chill about. Now that that's going on, why, why, watch Rocky Top now. Is it hard for you to root for Kelly Harper, considering her brother is Brent Jolly? I, I, listen, every <laughs> single time I see her, I tell her, man, I can't stand your brother. <laughs> And Brent Jolly, I hope you're listening. I love you. See, I, I didn't know that you. about Brent Jolly until you said it the other day. Yeah, that, that they knocked you out of the state championship. Can't stand it. We were going. We were going to win that state championship. Yeah, it ain't no. We were going to win. One point. Kyle Gribble kept on hitting them threes in the corner. We a lot of a lot of stuff was self inflicted on our own, but just by being hard headed. But man, I, hey man, God, we win that. You know, Drew Maddox has a a similar. Really tough loss. They lost the BGA, um, and it eats at him too. Dude, like so you never forget greats, those man. things. No, nah, man, it's a lot of great. And I ain't saying I'm a great, but I was up there. But I'm, all I'm saying is, man, it's so I many people that reach that state championship to play in that glass house in Murfreesboro, MTSU. Yeah, man, that don't get that chip, man. I'm telling you, boy, woo wee. It's something because everybody, all your peers, those games are televised, especially back then. That was big time. So, golly, Brent Jolly. Kyle Gribble. Brent Jolly and Kyle Gribble. So whenever you say my – is that why you don't call me Brent? Maybe. <laughs> We're learning a lot want, about each other. I don't want to know no Brent. I really don't ever remember you calling me Brent, ever. No, I don't. I don't call you that. All right. Uh, when we come back, Andy and Wes will lead no. us off. Also, uh, you'll hear from Dean Pease. I'm telling you, you're going to want to hear this That's message. Awesome, awesome guy. Awesome, awesome message. That's next. 3HL1045. There's a – Oh, Don Davenport would have appreciated this. Yes, he would have. She's a Rhythm Nation fan. It's the reason I've held off on all the Tupac that I discovered. Because I uh, knew she wasn't here. It's hard to roll with Tupac. I mean, he's the best. He's the greatest. But typically in Tupac songs, they get to talking in the intros. Yeah. yeah it takes a little bit more editing. <laughs> a lot more editing. So, Dean Pease was asked about uh, coaches... Dean Pease, the uh, defense coordinator in Atlanta, obviously was uh, here in Nashville. Um, and I, I think the message is an interesting one just about life in general, about advancing in your profession. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I just thought it was really cool. I sent this to y'all last night at like midnight or something. I don't know, but apologies. But oh, no, um, no, no, no apologies for me. Awesome message. Ch- check this out, Dean Pease. I think the younger generation of coaches feel a little entitled. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're spoiled. 
I think they hey go work in a high school, go work in a Division three school where you got to mow the grass, or you got to line the field, you got to do all those things, and you'll appreciate what you have when you have it instead of being 25 years old and wondering why I'm not a coordinator already in the NFL. Okay, I went to the NFL at 55 years old. I was a high school coach. I was a Division three coach. I was in the MAC as a coach. I didn't go to, to New England until I was 55 years old. And so I felt like I paid my dues. And, and I feel like it made me a better coach, made me a better teacher. I was a school teacher. I learned how to teach, not just stand up. I look at guys now that can't stand up in front of the room and talk to people. Yeah. They can't. You've got to get on the computer. Everything's computerized, all that stuff. It's still a people's game. Players want to talk to you. They want to hear from you. They, it's not that. I still do everything in writing. I don't do. I do all my own breakdowns. I don't ask some quality control guy to do it. Everybody gets on a computer for two years and thinks they ought to be a coach. It's not Madden football. It has to deal with people. It's like all the analytics that everybody talks about this and that, and you should do this, you should do that. The computer told you that. When did the computer know what the weather was, whether it was raining, whether the wind was blowing, whether the, you were playing good on defense? Okay, they say, well, it's a two-point it's a two-point game. Should you go for it on fourth down? Well, I don't know. Is the score 42 to 40 or 6 to 3? You know, I, I don't – it makes a difference. If you're playing great defense, then maybe not. They're playing great defense, don't. If they're playing lousy defense, yes. Peter doesn't tell you that. So it's kind of that way to me in coaching. Players want to be coached. They do. They do. All of them want to be coached. They want to be good. They want to be coached. They want to be told – what to do and how to do it and correct them and talk to them and be honest with them. And I just don't feel in this generation sometimes of coaches that they have very good personal relationships with players. I love my players. I've always loved my players. Everybody asks me, who's your favorite player? I go, all of them. Yeah. All of them. There, anybody that played for me is my favorite player. So to me, that's what you learn over the course of 48 seasons is, you know, it just – Go coach them and, and be personal with them and care about them. You know, and I just, anymore, it's how fast can I climb the ladder? Mm. I didn't climb up very fast, but I, I feel good about the way I did it. So, long story short. We like long stories. That's good. That's all right. Okay. <laughs> how about that? That's it. And, and DB doesn't, in, like, he doesn't seek out media opportunities. Like, that's not his thing at mm-hmm. all. That's why I was like, First, when I saw that, I was like, two minutes from Dean Pease. What is he talking yeah. about? Yeah. Man, just sit down and listen. That's it. I mean, he he was talking about life yeah. right there. Yeah. And how important, like we talk about all the time, man, how important those relationships are. That's the whole key to everything. That's it, man. That's it, dude. Like, if you can get somebody to believe in you and know that you're genuine and you don't mean them no harm, you don't mean nothing but greatness and you want to pull it out of them or just – be able to hand things back to them as far as knowledge, man, they'll run through a wall for you. And, that, and that's it. And then you start to feel better about yourself if you made it to the level that he has because you climbed up through it. Like, we talk about it all the time. He didn't hit the NFL until he was 55. Come on. Come on. One of the most well-respected defensive minds in the game mm-hmm. didn't hit the NFL until he was 55. Mm-hmm. And he said, what did he say? I'm proud of my journey. Yeah. Yeah, and proud of how I did it. That's the thing to be able to look back on it, man. When you leave somewhere, the impact you had on, and then the impact it had on you, to be able to pass that back. That boy, whoo, that's. I, <laughs> see, he can stand there and have that, that that 
speech or that that spiel right there and stand on it and be proud. That's why it comes out like that. And everybody listen like, hey, he really mean that. That's why he retired twice and came back. Oh, and he could, every player was my favorite yeah, he player. He's something different. And you love pouring into people. Can't walk away from that. Wife well, tried to get him to do it twice. Go crazy. <laughs> Go crazy. Dean Pease, man. Mm-hmm. That's big time. Young Love people it. in the 3HL crew, listen mm-hmm. to people. Listen. Mm-hmm. That's, that's when Slay says the key to life is relationships. Man, it's big, man. It's true. It is. It is. You got to treat people. You well. know what? It's funny because uh, the reason why I sent y'all that last night, and then I was like, crap, it was midnight. I'm not, I'm not getting. And then you responded. <laughs> yeah. Immediately. And you said some things that you just said. Mm-hmm. That's um, it. And, uh, but but I thought about immediately like, and this is gonna sound stupid or whatever, but how much I love y'all, yeah, and love the ability to to work with each and every one of you, and from a personal standpoint, blessed to be, have been able to work with all of the people that I've worked with, right, throughout my almost thirty year career in broadcasting, yeah. But when you love your teammates, you can move mountains, yeah. That's that that it, and and, and then if they if you if you can't move mountains, they'll move the mountains for you. So, it's that simple, man. I, I love, I love it. Love you, um, brother. Like it's, this, this is yeah, what it's about. That's it's why, real. that's why things grow. Like you got to give them love, man. It, like, it's, hey, man, this you can't say it, especially teams, especially teams. Like this, you used to always. This is one good thing Jerry Green used to always say. He went a whole lot on, but this is my man. He used to say, "You can't be on this team and be an independent contractor. You can't." I love that. You can't do. We we not gonna make it like that. You going out there and getting the deal? What we gonna do? Let's go get it together. Yeah, we celebrated. So that's why that's why it's tough. I think I think a lot of people can relate to his message and to mm-hmm. what we're saying in terms of what they do and and the people that they work with. And right. you're not gonna get along with every. Not everybody's gonna be your best friend. All these things. But right. if you're pulling in the same direction, you, as we said, you can move mountains. Well, in this business, we have so many different personality types in radio. When you talk about. Uh, people that are out there selling, people mm-hmm. that are uh, sitting in a room with a microphone mm-hmm. in their face, people that are behind the scenes that don't care about getting any attention, uh, but the show doesn't happen without them. Mm-hmm. Um, people that are in promotions that that are setting up prizes and contests and yep. all those things, accounting, uh, data entry. Um, I mean, I mean, we've got it all here. And what's unfortunate is that COVID took all that away from from a lot of people. Yeah, and, and so. Like, my personality, I feed off the energy of people that are in this building. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not in the building. Right. So that was an adjustment for me. <laughs> so yeah. when we came back in studio, that was a huge thing last January. Yeah. For me personally. You said that. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, uh, that's a little bit about us. But uh, hopefully uh, you can take something from uh, Coach. Please take something from that. Coach Pease's message. Laura says, good stuff from Coach Dean Pease. Uh, Why y'all making me teary-eyed on a Friday evening? Hey, life is short, man. Impact mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Whatever that it is, yeah. impact it. You're right. You're right. People like to say, like, on your tombstone, it's got, you know, 1950 to 19 to 2050, whatever yeah. it is. But there's a dash in the middle. What's your dash? Yeah. What you do doing the that dash? The dash defines you. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we got off on all this. Like, but DPs did this. Right yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. DPs. <laughs> we, we'll take a Dean. Um, so that's where we are. Six one five seven three seven one zero four five. We appreciate y'all and love y'all. Uh, the the ability. Look, Ron Slay could have taken the day off today. Yes, he's traveling to Baton Rouge. True. But but you love the people so much. Uh, like, yeah. put me here. 
you want to be here and you want to interact with people on the Zone TV chat feed and yes. people calling in. Like Wes, who's in Portland. Wes, what's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, man. Hey, so first off, I just wanted to thank you guys. I know you guys probably get this all the time, but you guys really do make an impact in people's lives. I've been spending the last couple of days out and about on the cold streets. And yeah. Every time I get in the truck, it's just been nice to hear you guys and just keep up with what's going on. It helps make everything seem not quite so cold. So right. just wanted to, to thank you for that. And then uh, uh, one thought just came to my mind with what you guys were just saying. Uh, my dad told me once, he said, almost every job out there is a people business job. You just got to find out how to make it about people. And he said, every tombstone, you don't see any tombstone says, this guy died a millionaire. This guy died owning six businesses. But almost all of them say, hey, they were a great mom, great dad, et cetera. It's all how they related to other people. Mm. And then what I actually called to tell you guys was uh, a buddy of mine got into an argument with me the other night. We were talking about uh, next season, not one to overlook this season, but just as we move forward, you know, looking mm -hmm. at salary caps and players and the draft. And we were kind of, you know, discussing where the Titans should spend their draft capital in order to get players, save money, et cetera. And I just kind of wanted to see what y'all's thoughts were as far as, you know, looking past this season, where do we where do we look for to, to save cap space and to get good draft players to help with people we aren't going to be able to keep, unfortunately. That's a great question, Wes. And honestly, like, I, I looked at it a little bit, like a couple months ago, we talked about some things like moving forward, but I haven't really dove in, uh, Wes, yet on that, to be honest. I think there are some contracts that they can get out of. Um, you know, when you see like a four-year deal, sometimes it's really a two-year deal. And, yeah. and, you know, with the dead cap money and all that stuff, they can get out after two as opposed to four, things like that. I think you're you're seeing a situation with Taylor Lewan that's like that. Uh, Brett Kearns is like that, I think. Um, some, I, I think you could see some healthy overhaul on the offensive line. Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest part that, I mean, that's, that jumps out at everybody. That part of it, the offensive line being able to retool that and, what what are you gonna do? What money are you gonna get back from it? But me, honestly, that's that's Brent's area and those numbers and things like that. Ramon can speak to it too, but I'm I'm more of a um place it in front of me. Let me let me tell you what I think yeah. type of guy. So yeah, but uh, I feel I, you though. That's those are questions that I want to know too, and I think we will get those when in the off season, especially when we get Red B and Coach Mack and them. Like they break that stuff down. Like, well, it's crazy. And uh. Wes in Portland. Uh, I'm going to pull this up, um, mm -hmm. and so if we have time and, and I can distract myself and maybe multitask a little bit while we're doing the show and kind of look at this, I will. But SpotTrack.com is, is a website where you can see all of the contracts broken down. And so you can literally Google search SpotTrack.com Titans, and it'll give you, like it pulls up uh, Tannehill is in a four-year $118 million contract. Uh, expires in 2024, and then you can kind of go into details of of like what the friendly what the friendly release is. Um, they do a great job, and and all the shows here put put the spot track guys on from time to time. So that's kind of a thing. Six one five seven three seven one zero four five at three HL one zero four five on Twitter. Mm -hmm. You think we went down a. I guess we're okay to go down that path. Yeah, right? like you're getting a lot of you're getting a I mean, lot of feedback. Um, on, we're talking on, about life. Yeah, that, and that's the thing. Like you got people commenting on the YouTube chat. Um, Brent Mickey helped me and helped me on the track to become a broadcaster. I almost oh, that's gave CJ. up. Yeah. yeah, 
I'm working at another station, but I'll always be a listener to you because of the impact you had on me. That then you That's got right. Ronnie, you know what I mean? Love you guys, and that was a great message for the younger generation from Dean P. So, like, I mean, listen, I, I don't think anybody can turn the station or turn you off if you're talking about impact on life. You know what I'm saying? As short as it is, and the older we get, and the more valuable it becomes. Like everybody, especially like you get this handheld device and it's different. You know, you lose that. Like Dean, Dean Pease was saying, like, you, how many kids do you go to and tell them to stand up, say your name, what you like to do, what grade you in, and they really can't do it? You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's, that's different, man. And it's all, it's not all because of that, but you got to be able to have relationships. And that's what the basis of it was. So, well, we, we also take the blessing of what we're able to do for a living seriously. And yeah. Because we, we talk about this off air about all the people li- uh, listening mm. and some are going through great times. Mm. Some are going through awful times. And yeah. you know, the, the key to life is finding hope in something. Yeah. And so yeah. if you have hope, you can make it through any of the dark days. Mm-hmm. And we understand that some of y'all are going through some dark days. We do. And yeah. we've heard from a lot of people, especially during the Christmas season. Right that we're struggling and asking for prayers yep. because uh, this is a prayerful community down here right. in Nashville. Um, so uh, everybody's glad to, to throw up a prayer for you. But um, just uh, just know if, he, if you're feeling lonely and dark, you are loved. Yeah, without question. 615-737-1045. Gator Mike, what's up, man? Uh-oh. Hey, fellas. Yeah, I just want to chime in kind of kind of what you're talking on. You know, Brent, we talk sports all the time, but it's always nice mm-hmm. to kind of, you know, uh, peel the curtain back and see, you know, that we're like a big family and community, you know, yep. I mean, you talk about it all the time. If it wasn't for great con Hamlet, you know, I mean, you would have never met yep. and, Bill you know, King, Bob friends. Bell. I mean, I can go down the list of, of right. Kelly yeah, Carl's I mean, yeah. of Tom, right. Tom peace. Like I can go on and on about the people that, that helped me. Yeah. I mean, and, I... But, but, but like I'm saying is what I think is great is like, I mean, you've been friends for like 20 years. It seems like, you know, between, you know, the, the WLAC days. And then of course, even when you were out of radio for a little bit doing printing and then, now at the zone forever, and of course I had, you know, we had the mutual friend Paul Bible, you know, great guy, and then, you know, now, now I'm, you know, I've been great friends with Mickey, and you know, some of the old guys are not there anymore, but even even uh, Ron now, you know, mm-hmm. Ron likes my calls during uh, football season and basketball season, mm-hmm. so you know, it's all good. We're like a family, and you know, but also so many listeners, you know, we get together, you know, we joke about when you all first did that overdrive or overtime show, and we had all those great callers, you know, Henry and Hosey and. Uh, Sugar Shane and all those crazy people. Slay, they had the Goon Squad. Goon Squad, (laughs) And they would all call in. Ron would have loved that. Oh, yeah. And then then, uh, we started giving out listener numbers. Um, so people would have, they would call in and be, I'm listener number 43 or whatever yeah. they, right. and I got, actually, I stole that idea from Mary Glenn Lassiter, um, um, who, uh, worked at 105.9 forever yeah. and was, uh, one of my, uh, uh, true, uh, radio, um, like icons in my mm-hmm. head. Um, so that's dope. Um, yeah, it's been fun, but well thank you, Gator yeah. Mike. You've been there a yep, long Lord. time, bro. There he goes, mm-hmm. Florida. You know what I meant to, speaking of Florida, I meant to ask Dana Cannell yesterday, when we were talking college football, and mm-hmm. he played at Florida State. Right. I meant to ask him if he reached out to Deion Sanders when he took the number one recruit from his school. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, we, we should have asked him how much did that sting. But Deion, Deion, Deion responded, shoot, he wasn't over there. <laughs> Which is a great line. Yeah, that was a great line. That was a great Savvy, line. boy. Savvy. Right. You got a parsley coming? You going you gonna to let the people in the car? I'm going to let them on in, man. Y'all can jump in with me, man. Also, uh, Mike Vrabel with an update on Derrick Henry. What did he say today? We'll play that for you next. 3HL 104.5 The Zone.
Yo, 3 tell 104.5 The Zone. So I was looking at the uh, Titans free agents for 2022. People in the chat don't even want us talking about this because we got things to do. Ben Jones. These are free agents. Unrestricted. Yep. Ben Jones, Jayon Brown, Anthony Furcher, Rashawn Evans, Jeff Swaim, Harold Landry, Morgan Cox, the long snapper. That's some players, man. That's some players. Your boy Nick DeZubnar. Special teamer. Okay. Uh, Randy Bullock. I heard Liv- big Randy. Living large Randy Bullock. Randy done played his way into something for somebody if it I'm ain't new. I'm a lot less worried about the chicken situation. That has not been a headache at all. You see all these former Titans kickers all over the league, man. Yeah. That's all we were talking <laughs> yeah. about coming to see. What are we going to do with the kicking game? What about this defense? Well, that's been answered. Uh, let's see. Mike Pruitt. Oh, man. Let's to have go. that injury. Dude, That's when the trainers run out and put the towel over the injured part. Yeah, you know it's serious. You know it's serious. I hate that for him, man. I do, too, especially in a contract how year. How old does it say how old he is now? Uh, 24, 25 or something? 29.8. <laughs> That's got to be another number Point for something else. Years old. No, it's his age, 29.8. So he's about to be 29. Right. There you Two go. Months. That means Four he's months. 29 and 8 months old, or is yeah, it 29 and like, – Well, it's point eight though. <laughs> Didn't know if it's like baseball. If it's like one third, I mean you got one out of the three. I didn't know if that was what it meant. <laughs> Greg Maven, Jeremy McNichols, Kari Blassingame, David Quesenberry, Cam Batson, Tier Tart. Man. Don's guy, Logan Woodside. See, that's what makes this year so special, man. All these guys were I mean, wasn't expected to start or play, but man, had great impact on the season. That's tough. I was looking at uh, Deshaun Hand. They, the Titans just signed defensive lineman Deshaun Hand into the practice squad this week. He's 25 years old. He was a fourth-round pick by the Lions out of Alabama in 2018. Hunk and I were talking about him. Yep. Six foot three, 300 pounds. He started 11 games uh, and played in 29. The interesting thing about Mr. Hand to me, <laughs> that's low-key a great movie, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yes, it is. When Jefferson, that ain't, it ain't low key. That's, that's, you think it's not low key? It's that's just, a high key. High key. <laughs> Jefferson goes crazy in the football game. Yeah, that was like when I was on the sideline with John Henderson. Somebody like cut him low. Mm-hmm. He came to the sideline for like two plays. He t- he told Coach Fisher, "I'm about to go throw people." Yeah, man, I never seen somebody so hot. And <laughs> he, he would go do it. He literally went in there and just picked people up and threw them around. Monster. Uh, but uh, Deshaun Hand, so um, the interesting thing about it, uh, he was the number five overall player in the country coming out of high school in Virginia. He was the number one rated uh, defensive end. But I was looking at his like his recruiting class in mm-hmm. 2014. If I can get it to pull up. Come on, Internet. Stacked. Number one player, man. That's Let's I go, mean, Cumulus. Stacked this recruiting class that he's talking about. He'll go through the first 10 names, and you will automatically know exactly right, for where they all are and yeah. what they've done. Straight sure. for the Deshaun Hand's number five. <clears throat> Just yeah. refreshed itself. Right, yeah, Thanks for, uh, you know, you uh, clearing up some that. time space. That's, there. No, that's no problem. That's, it's still stacked. I'm telling you. I believe you. <laughs> I'm going to continue to let you know <laughs> how stacked one. it is. Number yeah. one, Leonard Fournette. Number two, Miles Garrett. Number three, Jabril Peppers. Number four, Cam Robinson. Deshaun Hand, number five. You got Adoree Jackson, seven. Kyle Allen, remember him, the mm-hmm. quarterback? Eight. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, let's see. Marlon Humphrey played cornerback at yeah. Alabama. He was 11. Dalvin Cook was 13. Yeah, Rashawn Evans, 14. Tease Tabor. Tennessee fans remember uh, the call of a certain Jawan Jennings touchdown on Tease Tabor. Jeez. Get you some, Tease Tabor. Uh, Bo Scarborough. Joe Mixon. Sony Michelle. Juju Smith-Schuster. Goodness gracious. That's just those names out of the That's top 22. That's class right there. Loaded. Loaded. So I thought that was interesting. Let's grab uh, Andy and Mount Juliet. Andy, what's wow. up, man? How are you? Oh, Nick Chubb. What's going on? Mm. <laughs> hey, well, Andy. Yeah, we're good, bro. Yep. All right. So, uh, well, I only had two or three quick points. But y'all have uh, y'all kind of changed my narrative a little bit. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, Dean Pease and, and what he said, I, I've been in the same industry since 1989. And if it wasn't for the... Uh, people that took me underneath their wing and taught me the right way to do things, I wouldn't be where I am today. That's right. So that being said, 104.5 has changed two things I never thought I'd ever do. One, wish a hated Pittsburgh Steeler a happy <laughs> birthday. A happy birthday, Ramon <laughs> Me too. I love it. And number, number two, ever root for a UT any kind of sport. Thank you, Ron Slade. So, <laughs> so that means that, well, hang on. Let me, let me hit you with that point. Hopefully we're presenting people a forum with which they can celebrate their favorite team. And we all joke around about stuff and like people that do our business that try not to be a fan. We're all fans. That's why we got into this business. Right. So, you know, we can love our team, but also love your team, Without right? Question. Yeah, question. and that, that's, that's what Ron Slay's done. Um, you know, I'm a diehard Alabama fan. I have been ever since Bear Bryant was coaching there. <laughs> um, but Slay, and I've met y'all at some of the Buffalo mm -hmm. Wild Wings. Yep. And, uh, man, he's just a, you're a good dude, Ron. Uh, God love you. Appreciate and, you, uh, So, uh, so predictions for the next few days, uh, UT ain't UT ain't gonna ain't gonna win L against LSU. Mm. UT's gonna pick LSU. That's UT what I'm talking about, Andrew. L and UT is gonna make LSU wish they never showed up there that day. I love it. <laughs> but here, here's the thing. Uh, so yeah. So we'll celebrate your team for you. That doesn't mean we like Alabama necessarily. <laughs> I'm not alone right. on that one. I ain't celebrating. But that. but we love you, Andy. And here's the thing, Andy. And I'm glad Andy called because this the, we talk about family, and J. Martin Ramon really talk about family. We yeah. all do. Yeah. Because it's true. Yeah. Andy was going through some health problems. Mm -hmm. He was on a walker, yep. trying to make it every day. Yep. And looking for that hope that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. You know what Tony the Stud did one time because Andy took an Uber from the hospital to come see us mm -hmm. at, at Buffalo Wild Wings. He took him home. That's dope. Drove him, gave him a ride home. That's dope. That's two, three of our listeners. That's what two it's zone about. listeners. That's what it's All right, about. Uh, have a great time tomorrow. Vol Network, listen to it. Hey, wait, baby. Vol Kessley, Bob Kessley taking a sleigh ride with Ron Slay as the analyst on the Vol Network coverage. Time LSU is going down in Tennessee, four thirty. Tip off at five o'clock. Have a great weekend. Love y'all. Tighten up. Later. We be in the city.